Good morning. Brisbane Broncos captain Adam Reynolds and vice captain Patrick Carrigan have apologised for a drunken scuffle over the weekend. The pair fronting the media this morning. Live now to Steve Hart in Brisbane. Steve, good morning. What did the pair have to say? Very good morning to you. And, yeah, well, look, they're out there training now and are getting hammered by the coach, Kevin Walters. They were very contrite, Adam Reynolds and Pat Carragher, in this morning. They fronted the media, as you said, before they uh, went out on the training paddock. Briefly gave a rundown on what happened, that they'd been out after a fan day, been to a restaurant, uh, probably had a little bit too much to drink, and, in their words, just got into a bit of a wrestle that got slightly heated. The main point they wanted to make is that they are deeply apologetic. Uh, it is not a good look. They admit that very very poor timing with the NRL season over in Las Vegas just around the corner. Let's have a listen to a little bit of what both men had to say. Yeah, we're embarrassed. We, we fully take ownership of what happened. Um, we're a really tight group. We, we understand uh, it's not a good look. Yeah, it's obviously uh, not ideal behaviour uh, that I'm proud of, but um, as a club we're moving forward and, um, yeah, I'm, um, I'm standing side by side with Adam. Now the question is, of course, around any potential punishment. The NRL Integrity Unit are looking into this matter. Uh, what we understand is that the Brisbane Broncos will not be stopping their players from going to Las Vegas if that's what the NRL want. Uh, they'll wait to see what the Integrity Unit does in relation to punishment before they decide on any in-house punishment. But And right now, they're going to be in for a pretty extra tough training <laughs> session this morning. All right, Steve Hart in Brisbane. Thank you, Steve. The fallout from the Bruce Lerriman defamation trial continues with contempt of court proceedings commencing against an online blogger. Glenn Logan was ordered to face court in Sydney today after he live-streamed legal proceedings on his controversial YouTube channel, Feminism Debunked. His lawyer told the court he was running late because he had to fly from Melbourne. Lerriman sued Network 10 and Lisa Wilkinson for defamation after it aired an interview with Brittany Higgins. The federal government is under fire for failing to lodge a single application to lock up any of the 149 criminals released from detention last year. Live to Ben Downey in Canberra. Ben, good morning. Do we know how long the criminals will remain on the street? morning, Anne. No, the government hasn't been able to give a timeline on when it might use these laws it rushed through before Christmas, only saying that it is racing to gather enough evidence to do so. After being caught off guard by a High Court ruling that indefinite detention was illegal, it was revealed in Senate estimates that Home Affairs was actually drafting laws to keep the criminals behind bars weeks before the court judgment was made weeks ago in September. But they weren't passed, leading to 149 criminals being released, among them seven murderers, 37 sex offenders and 72 violent criminals, 24 of whom have re-offended. And now we know 36 are not required to wear an ankle bracelet. These laws were passed in December and the government is yet to issue what's called a preventative detention order. They're modelled on the previous government's laws to stop terrorism, powers that took three years to be used. One of the many questions now is how long until one of the former detainees is put back before a court. Why hadn't the government prepared the legislation far earlier and done the groundwork to be able to lodge these applications. We are working around the clock to ensure that an application, that applications are made as soon as possible and critically that applications are successful, not half-baked. The powers mean a former detainee could be jailed for up to three years if the government can prove they have a high chance of serious reoffending. Yeah? Ben Downey in Canberra. Thanks, Ben. 
A wild brawl sent parts of Sydney's CBD into lockdown in the early hours of this morning. Two men and a woman were wounded with one weapon believed to be a pair of scissors. Liam Tapper has the latest. Well, two men remain in hospital this morning and they're under police guard after a wild brawl broke out in the heart of Sydney in the early hours of this morning. It was around four o'clock that emergency services were called to the corner of Goulburn and Pitt Street after two men had been involved in a wild altercation. There was also a third person involved, a female. She too was in her 20s. She too is believed to be involved. Now, both of those men, they were treated on scene before being taken to the Royal Prince Alfred Hospital and St Vincent's Hospital, respectively. They have both now been arrested and they are being questioned by police. We understand that one of the men, he has a cut to his neck and police are investigating whether scissors may have been used as the weapon. But people here in Sydney CBD, they say that they're shocked by the news they've woken up to. And we've just come downstairs from our apartment and it's all taped off, police everywhere. I had no idea what was going on. We did hear a bit of screaming last night. Now, both the Civic Hotel and a number of restaurants, they remained an active crime scene this morning with forensic officers here on the scene going through just how this brawl may have began. There were also witness reports that there was a group seen running from the area at the time of the altercation, but two men have now been arrested and they are helping police with their inquiries. Communities in Victoria's northwest have been warned to prepare for catastrophic fire conditions today due to extreme heat. Melbourne and Western Victoria are also under a total fire ban, as Emma O'Sullivan reports. Shortly after nine o'clock this morning, it had already reached 30 degrees in Melbourne's CBD on a way to a forecast top of 37. It will be short-lived though, with a stormy cool change due late this afternoon. The extreme conditions prompted a series of warnings from authorities due to hot, dry conditions across Victoria, the potential for thunderstorms and dry lightning, followed by a wind change due to sweep across the state late this afternoon. So we've got hot, dry conditions. We've got the potential for thunderstorms and dry lightning, which could start fires and then a wind change sweeping across the state. Fire Rescue Victoria says that combination will make things very challenging for fire crews on the ground. The Weather Bureau describing it as the most severe fire conditions since the Black Summer bushfires of 2019 and 2020. It's prompted a catastrophic fire danger rating in the Wimmera region for towns in the state's northwest. Anyone holidaying at camping spots or visiting the state's national parks has been urged to leave. Fire crews were already busy this morning at Coonamoo on the Victorian New South Wales border. More than 30 fire trucks responding to a blaze in bushland.